0: Thank you for joining Talking About You with Estra this Saturday, October 4, 2014, from Seattle, Washington, USA. This is your car accident radio channel on Block Talk Radio, bringing knowledge and support about auto insurance, employer, short and long-term disability, personal injury claims, disability surveillance, and much, much more. Only by doing research on state or federal laws regarding rights after a car wreck will you know whether decisions are being made in your best interest. Is it the right course of action for you? Or does it benefit auto insurance companies? Knowing answers from the start of a claim may avoid mistakes that leave you feeling like being eaten by piranhas. Confused? Concerned? Uncomfortable with the choices being made on your behalf? In my opinion, these worries are common for people injured in car accidents. There is a level of shock and disbelief, especially at the initial stage of injuries. Most injured are most vulnerable at this time, and unfortunately, an opportune time to take advantage of hurting and confused individuals. Today, let's talk about researching your rights after a car wreck and staying safe from predators. Today, we'll spend our time talking about the shock and disbelief of a car accident, asking and answering questions by insurers, what to look for in your insurance policy, stating your rights by using the terms and policies, state or federal laws, and researching your rights after a car wreck. Place your questions and comments on Twitter, hashtag Show, or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. I'm listening to what you have to say about your car accident experiences. The shock and disbelief of a car accident can be very unsettling. Finding comfort in such a lonely place for many can be hard. Many times these changes happen in an instant, leaving the mind less time to adjust to what has happened, and the body screaming for help with recovery. Now add on top of all of this having to be concerned about receiving benefits from insurers whose best interest is opposite of yours, meaning keeping as much money as possible for their investors. Many times we hear the wheels of justice turn slowly, But personally, I question the truth about this statement. I would contend the wheels of justice do turn slowly for those with resources, knowledge, and skills to endure five to ten years of patiently waiting for a court trial fought by equal sides. However, is this true for those injured in car accidents? Do they have the same opportunities? Injustice versus justice? Doesn't even the actual two words demonstrate an unsettled stature of power? How does someone with so few resources and knowledge compete with those who have so much more? From the starting gate, this places those injured in car accidents in a playing field that does not place them on a fair footing to receive justice in a claim. Do insurers know this? In my opinion, absolutely. In fact, they are counting that most injured cannot come up against their wealth, power, and ability uh, with, to hold off for years or decades, for that matter, without significant impact to them. But what about the injured person? What about the person who earns between twenty and 50000 a year? How does injury impact their life or their family's lives? I suspect in most cases significantly. How can they get by day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, or even decade after decade? Can you imagine the pain and suffering these individuals and families will go through? The stories are not far away because it could be you, your family members, your neighbors, and many in your local community. Frankly, many stay silent due to the major losses, harassment, intimidation, humiliation, and being ashamed of their circumstances, leaving many to struggle quietly. Many hear comments like, Pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Many have been hurt by the decisions of insurers, which has caused them to lose their homes, their cars, relationships, or financial stability. Am I talking about the people who were not Ready for those rainy days to come? Actually, I'm talking about those who had auto insurance for a rainy day, who thought having long-term disability insurance would help them if they became disabled. That Social Security disability income would provide a safety net if all else failed. But the same things can happen to those people who have insurance to those who don't. Do you know all of these insurers can deny your claim, not pay out benefits, perform disability surveillance not only on you, but your family and friends, even your attorney if you have one? Frankly, I personally believe the real story about what is going on with individual surveillance was not opened by Snowden, but it is the private corporations that seem not to only have access to our government, but on individual's personal liberties. How fair and equal is this? How much of your information is traded? How accessible is it for these major corporations? And how much do they work together? For example, did you know in order for a company to perform surveillance on an injured person, They must be paying out benefits. So let's say surveillance starts out with an employer after injury, then moves to an auto insurance company, and then to a long-term disability corporation, and then to Social Security disability. Imagine the tracking this person will have been subjected to, the harassment and intimidation to eliminate a single claim. Well, imagine this happening to hundreds of injured at the same time. How many would give up their claims in order to stop the madness, especially since struggling with an injury along with financial calamities uh, cause a great deal of confusion? This incurs so much trouble that many people are unable to address all the problems. Sadly, these bad faith tactics may be played over and over again, defeating many poor and middle class and or disabled people. Yet, is this a battle to be fought? In my opinion, absolutely. Standing your ground for the benefits you paid premiums on is indeed important and matters, not only for you, but for the others who are in the same situation. So, where do you start? You can start by researching your rights after a car wreck. So, let's begin our discussion. Answering questions by your insured seems innocent enough to most people injured. By the time they begin telling this story about their collision, it's constantly on their mind and warned by their body. Therefore, many feel relief when talking with an insured adjuster about their experience because they may think this person is able to relate to the trauma they've been going through. In fact, the insurance adjuster might seem sympathetic and calm and seem truly interested in your claim. But are they interested for the same reasons as you? Maybe, maybe not. It is always important to remember, in my opinion, that these people do not work for you. They are responsible for processing your claim. Yes, they are. Are they following somebody else's orders, though? More than likely, have they given guidelines to processing your claim? Assuredly, somebody has told them what they need to do in order to process your claim. How will this proceed with your claim will depend on how they've been trained, what they have been told to do, and what information they need from you to process this claim, and if they choose to deny it. Frankly, from my perspective, it is difficult at times to discern who is working on your behalf. Therefore, always be your best advocate and stay diligent in making sure your concerns are being addressed. Therefore, when questions are asked, think about why they need the answer and what they'll be doing with the question. And when multiple questions are asked, Is this attempt to trip up previous questions? Wondering if the answers to your questions will provide the facts that they are seeking to approve, deny, or honestly evaluate your claim will depend not only on the company and the ingester, but perhaps even circumstances beyond uh, your understanding. Make sure to ask what type of information is needed to process your claim and uh, the answers that are needed how they'll be used, and who will be using the information. Will it be within this organization, a parent company, outside? Who has access to this information? Ask about the length of the process. How long will it take for them to make a decision regarding your claim? How will decisions be made? Who is responsible for making the final decision? and let them know you would like to be kept informed at each stage of your claim. Now, do they always do that? From my perspective, no, they don't. But you can make sure to ask them so they know where you stand. In my opinion, the only facts that should be discussed with anyone regarding your claim is only the facts. From my perspective, only those involved in your claim and require the information should be addressed. Is this because you have something to hide? Absolutely not. It is due to the fact that many insurance carriers come up with tactics that attempt to lowball or eliminate claims which are unjustified, in my opinion. For example, a recent statement by Walmart, now I'm paraphrasing here, they stated that Tracy Morgan's accident uh, played a role because he did not actually have his seatbelt on. Since we personally do not know all the facts in the case. We cannot comment one way or another about where this case will go. But what I can say is that Walmart has already begun its process of trying to find ways to deny a claim, in my opinion, which from the outside looking in demonstrates it was Walmart's driver being exhausted and being at fault in this case, and is really at the root of the collision. I'm sure Mr. Morgan was definitely surprised to see how this case is progressing. From my experience, this is the this is actually only the beginning of the stuff like this. I read my book, Car Accident by Astra, which is available at most major bookstores. The games that are played in this industry have been going on for years, and personally, I think many of the tactics have been a secret. For far too long, especially for those needing the information the most, the injured. Never be afraid to ask questions about your claim to anyone. In my opinion, the stakes are most high when it comes to you and you need to actually know the status of your claim. So do not be intimidated, do not be bullied, do not be delayed don't be afraid to put it in writing don't be afraid to call uh, if you're calling though i do recommend that you write down what they're you're being told what you're saying and what they're being what they are saying because uh typically it doesn't necessarily come out the way in which it goes down sometimes and you really need to have that backed up so in my opinion i do a lot of things more in writing because The least amount of confusion about a situation, in my opinion, especially dealing with a car accident claim, the better. Each and every program, I want you to know that your car accident concerns matter. I, Estra, personally realize outcomes depend on knowledge. And this is the reason for talking about you with Estra's radio show right here on Block Talk Radio Estra's TV on user Estra's blog on YouTube, and my official site of Estra's car accident on Blogger. It's so important to know that there's information out there that you can trust that talks about what you might experience when involved in a car accident. You can also find me on additional locations such as Facebook under Talking About You with Estra, and there's also an Estra's blog tips. And disability counter-surveillance for those who are facing surveillance by insurance companies, employers, or social security disability, and you want to share your experiences or learn about them. Also on Pinterest, Estra's radio show, and you can actually watch the videos and also listen to the audio shows. Also make sure to go out to my official eBay site for talking about you with Estra in the book. You can find the calendar, two fourteen is still available. 215 is actually coming out soon, so you can look at both of those. But if you're in an auto, auto accident in 214, it's still available. It has a journal, which is helpful to be able to uh, track what's going on. It also has an appointment uh, section for you to be able to keep up with all the different appointments that most people have when injured in a car accident. Also, make sure to go out to our Tumblr. It's under Estrus TV radio blog, and that's one word, and you can actually track uh, and see firsthand a lot of the experiences that people who are dealing with uh, uh, harassers have to go through, and and just encouragement uh, not to be intimidated and stop the things that you think are important when dealing with a car accident. So make sure to go out there and take a look at that. Also, you can listen to the audio on iTunes under Talking About You with Esther, and you can also do it right here on Block Talk Radio. When signing your signature on an insurance policy, many people do not spend the time reading the full policy. First, because it seems so long, and in my opinion, Many insurance companies hope that this is the case for you. Number two, many times you have an agent sitting there telling you what it contains. But do they read the fine print? Do they tell you what rights you have under the same policy? Or do they tell you that in an event of an accident that uh, you'll be taken care of? Most of the time they do. But is this true? How about the number of clauses in this policy that gives them an out? They don't normally mention this, do they? When your self-insured employer talks in your meetings about short and long-term disabilities, which of course self-insured means they are actually your insurance company, do they typically tell you about their fine print? In most cases, I don't think so. If you want to see that, you have to go and find the long version and read it for yourself. From my experience, no one sure wants to talk about the fine print and the policies. Well, that's the most important things to talk about. And why? Because they talk about the tactics many will use to get out of a claim. Whose claim? It might be your claim. Something they know that you need to know about when signing up. But if you do know Maybe you would think twice about signing that policy, or at least look out for a better one someplace else. I mean, if you knew most employers try to get out of paying claims after two years of becoming disabled, you'd probably want to see if you could find a policy that extended out for the full term of your disability, especially if individual policies give you more rights to fight back on these type of bad faith practices. Would you think of giving them your monthly premiums? Did you think it would be a good idea if you knew they weren't going to pay you for the full term? The best practice, frankly, is to know what exactly is in your policy up front so that you will not be left high and dry on the back end. And the only way of doing this is to read this policy through and through. Not the short version, not a summary, but the policy. Check and see if it's in your best interest or your insurance carrier. And I guarantee you, sometimes by doing this, some of you will be surprised. Many states have online sites where the statutes are listed. Many have an index which allows you to find what your rights are under state laws. Sometimes you can take a specific Section and perform an engine search to gain better understanding. So don't hesitate if you don't quite understand what it means. There's a lot of information out there to help. Also ERISA legislation, which is actually federal, can also be found. Now this means that it's your employer actually not only acting as your employer, but your actual insurance company. ERISA legislation, from my perspective, helps insurers a great deal more than you, the injured, or the insured. Why Congress would set up laws to help the rich and hurt the poor, for me, is difficult to understand. Yet there is federal ERISA information available to help you sort through the process. Will review of the laws seem unjust for those injured in car accidents versus insurance carriers of all types? In most cases, Yes, in my opinion. But laws are changed all the time, and it is when injured and disabled people speak out and share their experiences that education occurs with the general public. Insured civil rights, in my opinion, could play a role in leveling this playing field. Should insurance companies and corporations be allowed huge profits at the expense of not paying out injury claims? Frankly, in my opinion, It should be an embarrassment to those companies who practice bad faith behavior at the expense of their insurance. That means you, the injured. By learning what your rights are under the current legislation and helping to promote insured civil rights, perhaps in the future we will have less people living in poverty because of this by requiring insurance companies to pay their fair share. Don't you think it's about time? I think so. Again, make sure to stop by and say hello. Share your comments and experiences because it's nice to have a place to stop by and talk about your car accident struggles and victories. As with life, it is indeed about the journey and that journey is always made better with company. Also, recently released videos include harassment and intimidation of injured, It's common for people who file auto insurance, employer benefits, or social security disability claims to find themselves facing harassment and intimidation in hopes of getting them to eliminate a claim. This is a must-see video, and it's free. It's out on Estra's TV YouTube user, Estra's blog. Also, come out and meet Estra. And, in fact, that's the name of the video, Meet Estra, because it's an introduction about the journey of being involved in a car accident and what this experience may entail. Another favorite is Disability Surveillance 101. This video shares what to look out for, privacy retention, documentation, and encouragement. I know firsthand your situation. I have dealt with insurance companies such as USAA, which I'm dealing with now, Geico, Pemco, Progressive, Farmers, Allstate, Premier, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Medicare, Lifewise Insurance Company, which I'm dealing with now, Social Security and Employer, SC Laveland Constructors, previously known as Enron. So make sure to come by and say hello. I can't wait to meet you. Most people injured in a car accident do not have a lot of time to explore the avenues which contain their rights. Many are just trying to survive day by day. Therefore, learning a little each day can help to understand what your rights are and be able to stand your ground in many different accident challenges. Make sure to watch the Tracy Morgan case with Walmart. Although they seem to be slowing their roll, so to speak, with public outcries about the case, nevertheless, a lot can be learned from observing. And if they try to deny or eliminate a case like this, imagine what they would do to the very poor and those without the resources or energy to fight for their claim. Is this fair? In my opinion, no, it's not. The more the public is educated about how the claim process works, and particularly the outcomes too, the better chances there will be in getting laws changed and have people standing up for those who cannot necessarily stand up for themselves. The amount of knowledge you may need in order to be your best advocate does take time. And by the time you learn what you need to know, your insurer may have had your claim closed or at least tried to end it. Do not be discouraged and do not give up. Continue to learn from others' experiences by reading articles, online information. In particular, you can also look at Astra's TV blog and radio. And more importantly, court trials where the injured have attorneys who are fighting on their behalf, where they have the knowledge about personal injury law and are willing to expose behaviors that are unprofessional to an industry that has long taken advantage of injured, from my experience. As I've found the information that pertains to the rights of people injured in car accidents, I have placed them upon my sites. Esther's radio show on Twitter is a great place to start and will guide you to many places to find information. Unless we start to take a stand of what's happening to the injured or disabled, more and more people will face living in poverty for the rest of their lives. So, join me in changing this outcome. If you have experienced a claim with an auto insurance company, employer, long term disability company, or social security disability, share your experience on Twitter, hashtag Astra's Radio Show. I'd like to take a moment and say thank you to Audacity, InternetArchives.org, and the Musician 08. The Auto Accident Survey can be found under hashtag Estra's accident Survey, and it also includes a full listing. Only with your support can we demonstrate the experiences of people involved in a traffic collision. Take the three minutes and tell us about how you've been affected. Again, you can find it also on Facebook under Talking About You with Estra and at Estra's Radio Show on Twitter. Let's meet back here next Saturday. Same time, same place. And remember, no matter what you're going through, keep your head up and never give up. The information contained on Talking About You with Estra is not all inclusive insisting individuals discerning information related to a car accident. Individuals seeking specifics on their case should seek professional assistance. The First Amendment of free speech has allowed Estra's radio show, her blog, and other brands to state her opinion, in addition to her guests and callers, which reflect life experiences. Talking about you with Estra is in no way liable for misuse of the material. For more information, contact Sunlight Publishing, LLC, P.O. Box 69082, Seattle, Washington, 98168. Thank you.